We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. You know, I'm preparing you for when your kids grow up. Just I guess, like thanks. <laughs> this, is what, this is what you have to look forward to, Andrew. <laughs> Let's move on before I say something I need. Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. It's a midweek edition, and I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird, uh, and we are brought to you by our friends at play up uh andrew it's monday morning and we're podcasting something must be wrong (laughs) well i usually podcast monday morning just not with you so it's a little i'm a little thrown off uh but you know it's a holiday period so we got to push through what holiday (laughs) in england is it right now um you're right it's just (laughs) november it's the congested (laughs) period we'll call it that it just sounds like everybody's sick and holiday period sounds so much nicer yeah, I mean, it's it, it doesn't. I mean, unless they're celebrating American Thanksgiving, which would be odd. Um, you know, it just seems rather strange that they have these congestion fixture lists now, and also when it comes closer to 
uh, Christmas, Boxing Day, and the end of the year in England. Um, yeah, it does seem weird that they also do like this round of midweek matches because it just gives those people who say this period is what kills them for Champions League because there's Champions League next week, so they play. You know, they'll play Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, which is not that ideal for most of these guys. Yeah, well, I mean, two games a week is not terrible, to be honest. But it's actually, but people will say, no, it's three games a week because it's Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. And I'm like, all right. right could be Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah. That'll, that'll learn you. Yeah, fine. But, but yeah, my, it's, uh, I agree. It's but, like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of matches. But here's but my, what, what are you going to do? Here's, well, I mean, it, most of the, I mean, at least City and City and Chelsea don't really have anything to play for in their last, in, the in their League, last right. Champions League game. And, and actually, an interesting point about Champions League is if all of these teams finish first, they're going to have some really tough games in the round of 16. Like, really tough. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, just like the way... Because the way it works. The, the way some of these groups happen, yeah. If they, like Chelsea, I think, need a, at least a point. In the yeah, last I mean, game. And they could easily, I mean, you can easily play Real Madrid. Uh, right, right. Thanks to Spurs. Spurs is yeah. the only one that doesn't have to play Real Madrid. But yeah, the, um, yeah I mean, there's a legitimate Barcelona, shot. Bar- I think Barcelona, Barcelona will finish second as well. To be no, 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 no. They'll finish first. Juventus will be second. Oh, Juventus. Never, yeah, that's right. Juventus, yeah. Juventus, Roma, Bayern. Like, those oh. are not easy. Oh. Those are, I mean, those, on the plus side, those are usually, or maybe it's a negative because now it's yeah. available, but those are all the teams that I feel uh, like I feel like Arsenal the English side played, really, so. really should really try to finish second because <laughs> they can't play the other English teams. And, uh, you know... You're, yeah, but you're st- <laughs> then you're just lining yourself up for... Um, well, yeah, you're signing yourself up for Real PSG. Madrid, PSG, no, no, Barcelona. Not Real, Madrid, Real Madrid will finish second. You, you, they wouldn't play them either. I'm saying if, if Spurs decided to try to finish second. Obviously, uh, they wouldn't play Real Madrid, but Madrid would then win the group. It's yeah. a lot. Oh, God. It's, it, 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 the Champions League is going to be brutal for the English teams. Anyway. Um, They've been pretty good so far. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it's not going to get easier. No. And the, and, it doesn't anyway. get easier for the Spanish teams either. Are you really going to try to tell me that the Spanish League is better than the Premier League? I'm trying to say that the knockout stages of the Champions League are harder than the group stages. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm yes, saying. that is that is factually correct. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we've been getting into some interesting Twitter conversations already this morning, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. Uh, but we do have uh, a full slate to get to, uh, so we have four games on Tuesday and the rest on a Wednesday. That would be six. So uh, we'll start off with the uh, the slightly earlier games on Tuesday. We'll also you know, uh, uh, one more one more plug to do before we get into the games. Uh, the Rotowire Holiday Contest is still ongoing. We will tweet out the link at Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Andrew and Sports by Gotti on Twitter. Uh, we have uh, a few entries still to go. Uh, we have a max of two hundred. We still have a few to get to the max, but it's going to guaranteed to run every week. Uh, Andrew, I believe, is in thirty something place, oh. and I'm and I am in nineteenth place. So everyone still has a chance. I promise. Ah, oh, you. I didn't realize you. Uh... Finish ahead of me. Yeah, the uh, it's a ten week contest, but only the top nine scores uh, are applied to the cumulative total. So if you did not get in last week but still want to join, uh, you just know that all of your scores from now on count. So it's not like you can't sign up now. There are also weekly prizes. So if you don't think you'll win the cumulative one, the top thirty cumulative people will win some money. So it's not like 
you know, it's just the top two. So uh, there are plenty of prizes to be won, and we have, yeah, plenty of spots still if anybody wants to join. So, yeah, just yep. go to rotowire.com slash soccer, and we, we'll have the link right there for you. Thank you, Will Hughes. Thank you, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go to our first game of the Game Week 14 slate, and that is uh, Brighton taking on a resurgent Crystal Palace side. Uh, now, for Crystal Palace, uh, we I really think we're going to see Christian Benteke. <laughs> I'm shocked that they didn't start him last week um, or two days ago. Uh, he did come on at the half, though, and... They came back and won, so I, I agree. They're, I I think this is when we'll finally see him. Uh, and James MacArthur, who he replaced on Saturday, should be the easy one to just knock out of the starting eleven. And then I I think we'll see basically like a four three three instead of a the four four two that they've been playing with Loftus Cheek yep. kind of moving with uh, staying in the midfield with Townsend, Zaha, and Benteke up front. That's correct. I believe that as well. Uh, I think that's uh, and I think that's better. I think they get better at two positions. I believe that Zaha yeah. returns to his natural position, and I believe that Benteke is better than James McCarthy. Yes, yeah. that's, that, that's not exactly a, a far stretch. <laughs> Wayne Hennessy is back in goal, or at least he was this past weekend. So I'm not sure if they, you know, what if, what that situation becomes because I've had Hennessy on FPL for a while, and he's obviously not been starting. But um, you know, if he's back I, in. I, it's, not the and I've been ranking Spironi. So. Yeah. Well, he's been uh, starting, but just happened yeah, this past weekend. He didn't. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those that like, just because they don't have Champions League doesn't mean that their schedule isn't congested. So, you know, it could be that. I mean, Spironi is like uh, seventy-seven years old. So maybe they just decided to rest him as opposed to putting Hennessy back in full time. Yeah, it's um, it's. It, it, I mean, I, I'm not going to really dwell over the. Palace goalkeeper situation. It's one of those things in rankings where if I just put Palace goalkeeper, it'd be the same for everybody. Hmm. Um, speaking of Palace, Roy Hodgson has his press conference um, today. And he, the quote that I thought was interesting was he said, I don't look at the league table. I won't start looking at it until we're in a good position. Now, don't you have to look at the league table to know if you're in a good position? When does Roy Hodgson, when are we depending on him to make sense? That doesn't, that, 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 like, it was a it was a ridiculous hire when it happened. It's turned out okay so far, but let's be honest here. It's Roy Hodgson. Okay. The man looks like a frightened bird. <laughs> I'm just not sure Thanksgiving, if uh, around Thanksgiving that's 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 not too hard to find. Uh, uh, that's weak. I know. Step it up, Mike. <laughs> all right, it's early. All right, give, give me give me some time. It's all a right. Monday morning. It's early. I'm out of my element. So, do you think they can do enough at Brighton? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so we were asked on Twitter if we, oh, at least I was, uh, over under two goals uh, on this game, and I'm going to go over. Hmm. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm of the opinion that these two teams know that they need to start, I mean, at least, well, Palace definitely needs to start getting three points. Mm-hmm. And that's good. And then that, op- and that opens things up. I mean, Brighton sitting in ninth, they're pretty comfortable. Yeah. So they actually may even stay back. But Crystal Palace, no, they need they they need three points quickly. Right. Like uh, I mean, they're they're what are they three points away from safety right now? But you know, which is like incredible Hammond, given how horrible they were to begin this yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, back to back wins, I believe it is. We'll do that to you. Mm-hmm. That helps. But you know, what, I mean, there are teams down at the bottom of the table that we don't anticipate to stay down there. So teams like I mean, I don't anticipate West Ham staying at the bottom of the table for too long. Same with Everton. 
I'm not anticipating them staying at the bottom of the table for too long. What do you think changes it? Or we can talk about them when we talk about them? Well, yeah. I mean, Everton, you can already see the signs that they're starting to change. For example, they're not playing uh, they're not playing Wayne Rooney uh, and Gilby Sigurdsson and, um, and Davy Klass at all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just... I mean, there are signs out there that, 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 I mean, West Ham, just because there's so much talent there, it's, it's impossible for them to, I mean, I mean, I said the same thing about Newcastle and they went down too. So, uh, (laughs) but what, I mean, I believe West Ham will bring back Sam Allardyce before they go down. How's that? It sounds like Everton might, might give him a call again. I can't believe, I just can't believe that he's such a coveted asset. The guy stays up that's all it is all right who do you like most in this game uh zaha more than pascal gross yeah Hmm. okay (laughs) absolutely okay um especially if benteke is back yes okay that eases some of the pressure off of him and he can come in from the wide side and pick the and pick the gaps while benteke requires that someone is somewhat at least one of the two center backs is on him Mm mm-hmm it just frees up space for a man with tons of pace. Yeah. And you have to respect Townsend's pace on the other side, too. It's actually a pretty balanced front line. Theoretically. Theoretically. So you'll you'll take Ben Teke over Glenn Murray? Uh, every day of the week, twice on Sundays. Okay. Well, twice on this Tuesday. How's that? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I, 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 I'd even take him over Tomer Hemet if he starts. Dude, wow. That's saying something. Big praise. Big praise. <laughs> Do you bench anybody in this game because of no, the matchup? No, yeah. no. There, this is not a matchup where anyone gets benched. I mean, I think people are going to be even starting guys like Davy Proper, sure, because of his recent surge of relevancy. Okay, but I, I don't think there's a defender that anyone really likes in this game. I mean, people might say Jeff Schlupp, but no, pass. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, like, like, and he, he may not even be classified as a defender. So just, I think he is no. in most places now. I, I think so too, but I mean, I remember last year he was a midfielder. But I mean, I'm just saying there might be a carryover place where he's still a midfielder. Okay. Either way, passing, passing, passing. I mean, I think I, I mean I, I think if you do like a top, you know, five through ten of this game, I mean, it's going to be a large majority Palace, even though they're on the road. Hmm. I think you only have three Brighton players in the top ten. Uh, I think that's probably fair. I don't think right. you rank any of the defenders, though. Like, no, I, definitely not. So definitely not. But when, but when we're talking about the Yoan Kabais, yeah, the, you know, you know um, I think you'd Billy struggle Bolivich, to get ten. You know. I think that's what I. Maybe that's where Say I was thinking. I think you struggle to get ten. Well, like, I think you, it's five that's Palace right. guys and three Brighton guys, and you could probably maybe get a fourth, but it's a long time on this game. Well, I mean, it's much more interesting to me that, oh, actually, you know, some people may try to find this interesting, but Leicester uh, at home taking on a Spurs side, to be honest, that are, they're much better on the road. Uh, Spurs, uh, you know, I, I don't particularly enjoy, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy watching Leicester play, and Spurs to me, there's, there's so much to like about Spurs, but for some reason they just, they can't put it all together for a season. I mean, they've had and, like two, one bad game, two bad games. I guess two. Well, 
three, well, two. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the, the loss to Chelsea wasn't necessarily a bad game, but they they dominated and probably should have gotten some. Anyway, uh, but you know, Spurs are now. I mean, you know, if you want to talk about like normalcy being restored, Arsenal are now on top of Tottenham mm-hmm. in in the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I mean, for Spurs, it's if if three guys aren't playing at the top of their game. It's it's worrisome that they can't get like a, a hot streak from Sun or you, you, or just just some other production outside of Deli Alley, Christian Eriksen, who by the way is now being targeted at Barcelona, the January window, uh, and Harry Kane, who's being targeted by Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean they're not going anywhere. But uh, the thing with Eriksen that gets me a little bit, and we noticed it, it's more of a DFS thing to notice, but. Uh, Erickson didn't take any corners on Saturday against West Brom. Uh, they split them between Trippier and Davies, Davis, excuse me, uh, which is kind of interesting just because a lot of like Erickson's value is from these kind of free kick dead ball situations. And if he's not getting a lot of those, then it kind of significantly caps his upside, particularly mm-hmm. in like a Taga format where, you know, you can create chances Agreed. from those. So. Agreed, um, but if Christian, I mean, if Erickson plays, right, we always, with all the top teams especially, we have to talk, start talking about heavy rotation. Um, especially, uh, and for me, the rotation is probably going to come in the fullback spot. I would not be stunned if we saw both Danny Rose and Serge Aurier. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's going to, I mean, I don't think congestion has any, even has anything to do with that. I think Pochettino needs to well, keep four I, guys happy. What I'm, sa- well, what I'm three saying, just Danny Rose to- well, I, what I'm saying is about your point of Trippier taking corners and same with Davis, right? Like, I don't think you'll see that nearly as much in this one. I think Erickson will be a primary set piece responsibility again. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think it's I think it's likely because you know Serge Aurier not known for his free kicks, and Danny Rose same. Okay. You know, Kieran Trippier and Ben Davis say what you will uh, about their defensive capabilities, but you know they. Especially Trippier can get balls in to accurately into the, into the mix. Yep, yep. I just it was more of a knock on Erickson than it was a plus on Trippier and Davis. But you're right; he should if yeah. he gets those back. Then obviously that's helpful. You don't have to twist my arm to compliment Kieran Trippier. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> on the Leicester side, uh, Mark oh, Albright. Bef- before we before we go there, it looks like Eric Lamella is going to be back. Which uh, it's been over a year since he's returned since he's played. He's obviously not going to start right away. But he's one somebody that can really can help all over. But particularly, it sounds like I, I'm guessing that the more match fit he gets, the less Sun plays. And Sissoko. I think the more and, match fit he gets, the more likely he'll be back in Italy playing somewhere. Oh well, he's not going anywhere in January. Nobody's going to buy a guy who's been out for a year and is back for sixty days, not even sixty days. Sorry, weirder things have happened. But I think they need it. I think that the fact that they're now advancing into the Champions League, although they're going to play Europe anyway. Like they're, I think they need the depth. They're they're showing us now that they are not as deep as everybody kind of thought they were. With one Yama out now, Alderweireld's out, so they have to move Dyer back. Like this team is, they need the depth. And I think they smash West. Are, are we are we going to see double Musas in the middle of the midfield? Uh, we might. I think they like Winks better, but we might sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, when you talk about the depth in the midfield, I mean, there's those three who could play there, and then you know, obviously Lamella would be 
the the depth to to Sun, right? So I, you, I, understand I think so. Yeah. Point. Well, Winks is there too. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. The Winks in the middle. Oh. With, okay. Yep. With the with the with the double Musa. Yep. Uh, but my. My my overarching point here is, you know, especially when we talk about the bigger clubs. I mean, this congest this congested part of the fixture list, maybe not for Tottenham because of how much they've already secured in Europe, but for the other teams that have not, for example, Manchester United and Liverpool, uh, and Liverpool who we've already seen, you know, rotate five guys against Chelsea last weekend. You know, that's it's not going to be unheard of. You're really going to have to pay attention to lineups. There's really no sure thing when it comes to these lineups, for oh, except for maybe Harry Kane. You don't think Llorente could get the start? No, okay. I do not. Watch him start now. But on the <laughs> Leicester side, uh, Jamie Vardy, uh, uh. You know, Jamie Vardy, it's, it, it, your guess is as good as mine now. You know, it, it, I really did like him last weekend, and it was not uh, it was not a good prediction. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, you got an assist. Yeah, but I wanted, I, I really wanted to, I don't know how to put this. I left him it on was, my bench in FPL, which. It wasn't, it wasn't a performance that I, you know, that I, that I looked at and said, that's a Jamie Vardy performance and he's playing well. That's all. Okay. I, I mean, I, 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 and I also don't like Mark Albrighton in this midfield. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's really weird how they're playing him at the ten. Yeah, it's, it, it 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 doesn't make any sense, and it's not. I think they had Mares there yet on. Well, Friday. they kind of they, they were doing that interchanging free flowing thing, and that's not who. I, like, you know what? That could be just me not being used to seeing Lester being more free flowing because <laughs> they used to, you know they're used to putting people in one spot and that's what they do. Right. Um, but. I mean, that, I mean, anything we we may have thought we learned about Leicester, I think, goes out the window when they host Spurs. So, like, I'm not starting anybody. No, no, I, I, that, that's really what I was going to say. Like, even in like a what's primarily going to be a counterattacking game, right? Like, there's no, I yeah, don't have good. faith in what used to be the best counterattacking offense. Mm-hmm. And that's I and totally that's a agree. shame. I mean, Harry Maguire will be busy. I mean, they'll all be busy, but I'm not sure how yeah. much that's going to really translate. Yeah, no, we, 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 you know, I, I, I'm tempted to bench Harry Maguire, who I have yet to bench in a league where yeah. I have him. So we'll see. Uh, start no Leicester options. Start all Spurs options. Uh, now we get to the debate that we've been having on Twitter, and that's Watford at home against Manchester United. Surprisingly, that, that's not the no, debate, but <laughs> that, surprisingly, Manchester United have nothing to do with this debate. Right. So before we get to the big debate, let's actually talk about United because Romelu Lukaku appears he may be getting uh, a violent, uh, violent conduct ban. No, he it's uh, is not happening. They announced uh, he'll get nothing. Well, he'll be in then. Uh, Mkhitaryan finally made it back to the 18 last week. Uh, you know, but I mean, Martial, Rashford, and. Lukaku seem to be doing just fine with yeah. Pogba behind them. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I don't anticipate too much of a change. Jose Mourinho doesn't tend to rotate. Uh, but that being said, with Europe, with European competition where they really, really need points and because they dropped to Basel, I, I, mean, I ask you, right? Like, I ask you, do you anticipate that all the options will play? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do. I think... Basically, you can you know that Pogba is going to start, you know Matic is going to start, and you know Lukaku is going to start, and you're ninety nine percent sure about Rashford. Uh, Martial, 
I'm not as confident about, but I still would expect him to play. And that other spot that like could be Mkhitaryan, could be Mata, I'm surprised hasn't been Fellaini more often. Like I think they could definitely play a four three three with Pogba, Matic, and Fellaini as that midfield. That's a gigantic midfield. And yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> Matic and Fellaini kind of allow Pogba to do whatever he wants behind those three guys. Like I think that's a great lineup. I think the hardest one will be figuring out the the back line because Marcos Rojo is back now. He can play center back or left back. Uh, Blind is fit. Um, Ashley Young is obviously fit. Valencia on the other side. Darmian. I mean, they've got. Um, plenty of guys that they can rotate in and out. Lindelof, Smalling, you know, like... Eric, Eric Baez should, should be back. Yeah, so, like, uh, that's the hardest part of um, of the United thing. I mean, Valencia has started every single Premier League match, and I think Mourinho obviously prefers to play Valencia and Young. I would also guess they're the oldest fullback pairing in the Premier League. I haven't done the... Yeah. The math I think on the, that, but I think the best fullback is not yet on Manchester United's roster. Okay. I be, I'll it seems like something you would say. His name is Danny Rose. Yeah, it seems like something you would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, I mean, you could even throw Luke I, Shaw. I think in there people forget awesome. how good Danny Rose is. Sure, I agree. Just because you haven't seen him in a while, you know, it's you know, but he was consistently one of the top five left backs of last season. Mm-hmm. I think. You could make a pretty big argument that you could thank Pochettino for that, and I'm not sure Mourinho does the same thing, but sure. Like, does Ben Davis, who has effectively outplayed Danny Rose, make that big of an impact at United? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they need, I mean, left, I mean, the fullbacks, especially in today, I keep saying this every week, right? Like, the, where, where the top teams now have figured it out that. What they need to do is to get width, get wide. And those fullbacks are the source of being wide. And Ben Davis's ability to both get up and down the pitch and deliver balls into the center, that's it, that I mean, that's extraordinarily valuable in today's Premier League, this season specifically. Mm, yeah. Fabian Delph is the purest example of that, right? Well, to be fair, Manchester City plays six forwards without the defenders. Okay. Or five, really. I don't consider Fernandinho as a forward. I would but, hope well, he, he's, I have touted him as like a, a decent number 10 in the past, but he's just, he's gotten no, he's older. Not. Yeah, he's not that. He's gotten older the past three years. It was about three years ago, I think I said that. Hmm. But he does I mean, You, t- you do tend to age about three years over a three-year span, so. Thank you, yes. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> made the se- point on two Twitter. Two seasons, three calendar years. I'm Sorry, not sure who did, but yeah, De Gea is basically the most reliable United, like the best exposure you can get to the United defense because you know he's not going anywhere, whereas everybody else is kind of always at the whim of Mourinho. Correct. Fair statement. Can we get to our debate? Sure. Ziegler. Yeah. Marvin. Uh, Everyone's hot on Ziegler right now, and I'm preaching hot. What does that mean? Everybody is hot on Marvin Ziegler. It's... (laughs) There was a very innocent question that was asked on Twitter. Like, do you like do you set do you sense value in Ziegler, um, you know, going forward if he continues to start? And I said, and I'm saying, people are going to forget about Ziegler. What my point is going to be this: 
over the next two weeks, people will probably forget that Ziegler exists, and he made. I, I don't even know if he'll last for the weeks after, which are good matchups for Watford. But I mean, right now, right now, you know, people are talking about Ziegler as like you have to add him off waivers, and I'm saying no, you do not. <laughs> Absolutely, you do not. Especially not in you know if you have a high waiver priority in Taga, if you value those things, I would not use it on him. And on FPL, you are certainly not adding him because the next two weeks are terrible. Uh, I I definitely understand that about FPL, uh, and but I totally disagree about Taga or any so other for, draft or yeah draft format. Yeah. So, but for, okay, for Taga, like, did, all right. did, did you consider Jose Olabas somebody that was worth having in a Taga league? I mean, I have Kiko Feminia, and they're all, all three of them are like. You, you, you got to think they're kind of similar, but I'm going to bench I'm going to bench Feminia the next two weeks if sure. I can. That's for sure. Sure. You know, I would much prefer starting the likes of Charlie Daniels but like, or Simon Francis if he starts out wide. But if Olabas was available in a league before two weeks ago, would you have picked him up? No, he has been available, and I haven't picked him up. Where is he? Where is it, Jose Olabas available? Come on. He was available, I think, in our Rotowire Taga league, and I didn't pick him up. I mean, I definitely seen him on. I, I've seen. Jose Holivas on waivers more than once this season. But secondly, people are afraid of Holivas because of all the yellow cards. Well, that's certainly true, even though he hasn't gotten nearly as many this year. That's correct. But, but he's not, I mean, Holivas the- isn't available in any league I'm in. And the reason for that is because Watford have been decent defensively and he has like a legitimate role in this, in their back line and their attack. I mean, the guy takes free kicks. Like, how often do you get that? From a defender, you, I, you don't. So that's that's at least the the yeah. Olabas argument, and Ziegler has clearly replaced him. Like Olabas was on the bench two games ago, didn't even make the eighteen last week or this past weekend, and Ziegler had a fantastic game. He did. So okay. I'm not denying that the last two weeks that you've seen from Ziegler have been good. Like mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. I'm saying that you may have seen his best two week stretch. But that doesn't mean that the next few weeks are are going to be unplayable. Well, I think the next two yes. weeks, the next two weeks are single digit performances. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you know, but anything, it's too, I mean, the the point is, if you don't pick him up now, you will not get him when that schedule is better. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm okay with not having a Watford defender. Okay. Even you have one. I know. So I have one. I, 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 you know, he'll be one of the first defenders I do drop, but I have injury problems. So like, there's, mm. there, there's, mm. there, there are extenuating circumstances, but those aren't you know, far from extenuating. I mean, those, those are issues that everybody has. Yeah. Thank you. That's okay. Bench places. How about this? Check this out. Right. I am not going to drop Phil Jones, even though he may not even get his job back, to be honest. Uh, you know, I want to see if he gets his job back rather than keep, like a Kiko Feminia over the next two weeks might need to drop somebody. How's that? I think that's a bit of an extreme example, but sure. Well, I mean, Phil Jones is the least valuable of all the Manchester United defenders, let's be honest, of the ones that who were starting, who were starting until Phil Jones got hurt. Is that fair to say? No, I don't think it is. Because there were only three three defenders that were classified as defenders that were starting, him, Bailly, and Antonio Valencia. And Phil Jones was the least valuable of those three. Um. That, I mean, because Ashley Ashley Young doesn't count as a defender. As a defender, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but but you're I mean, you're taking the third, the third defender, 
on the best defensive team in the league. Like that's what that's your baseline. They still are the best defensive team in the league. That's yeah, what I mean. I just so of course you're going to keep them. Yeah, like but, I'm just saying, the, the the conversation is not Phil Jones or Martin Ziegel are because when Jones is fit, he's like a top 15 I, I, defender so, because he's so, on I the mean, best I defensive up, team. I, I looked up I looked up Charlie Daniels's next six fixtures. All right, there yeah, are good. two. Uh, he has he has United and City in those six fixtures. Uh, you know, in the next six, uh, but they're spaced out, so it's not like it's a you know two week stretch of nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, I would prefer to have Charlie Daniels. Did you, sorry, you're, who were the teams that you wanted to avoid for the next six? United and, uh, and City. Right. They play Liverpool also in that six. In fact, they play United, Liverpool, City. So there you go. You'll play Daniels for three weeks, and then you can play Ziegler for three weeks. Hold on a second. I can't look anything up on Tonga. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burnley, Southampton, oh. Crystal Palace, United, Liverpool, City. Those are Burnley's next next six. You can find that on rotowire.com slash soccer. Yes, I know. Pages. I know. I was trying to get... Just in case anybody listening point. didn't know. No, I mean, I, I understand was... that, that Daniels has better matchups from now on. I'm surprised Daniels is available in any league that you're in. He was available in the... I, I picked him up, I believe, for the Tiger Premier League for this past week. Wow. I believe that was the league I picked him up in. I'm not positive. I'm not positive. I'm in three... And then right now the 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 Taga site is down and my phone is being used for this call, so I don't want to switch over. So uh, it's you know if you, yeah if if you, if you feel like checking my lineup, just uh, that if you 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 can take a look. But uh, you don't have Daniels in that league. Okay, so it's in a different league. That's fine. But um, you have a Watford no, fullback in that league. I I, I, I said I have Kiko Feminia. <laughs> I'm 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 not saying. And by the way, he's been good. <laughs> but my point has my been great. point is that that's my yeah, point. My point is is that I'm not going to like I'm not trying, I'm definitely not going to waste a waiver on Martin on, on Ziegler and the next two weeks I wouldn't be playing him anyway. You know, I, you have to. I mean, I have to take that league especially because it's competitive and it's close. Yeah. You know, I have to be. I have to think short term first, and if there's you know something I can afford to wait on long term, I will. But okay. I'm going to use that for Phil Jones, and I'm not going to use that for Ziegler. Okay, you stick with the, the holding out hope for Kalechi Ianacho, and I, 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 I have a waiver wire in for dropping Ianacho. <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with Martin Ziegler. Okay. I'll put it this way. My my argument about Ziegler is that I think he will be playable for every one of those next six games after the two that are coming up, which, if uh, I do the math correctly, is will be completed in the next two or seven days. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the weeks after that, he has great matchups. I mean, like great ones through the end of the year. Your holiday period, which I'll generously start on December 9th, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Huddersfield, Brighton, Leicester, and Swansea. And when you are you not are, starting a Watford wing yeah, back? You, and you, but you're also saying that... Jose Holivas has, you know, is completely gone. I think he's like, done. I do believe that. I think it'll take an injury to Ziegler for Olivas to get his job back. I'm like amazingly disappointed in the local media there that nobody has like made a big deal about this. Mostly because I just want to know if he's hurt or not. 
well, you know, it's hard. You know, they want to be in London, so the London journalist just it's too far away. Yeah. Yeah. But I think right. I think Ziegler and like twelve team Taga leagues should absolutely be owned. I, I Whether you start them in the next being two owned, weeks, but no. I'm not like I'm not like chomping or champing at the bit. Like okay. I'm just not. Well, if it's Wednesday or whenever waivers go through, I can't keep up with it's, those kind of. I, I want to say it's tomorrow morning. Well, they, the matches start tomorrow, so I can't imagine. Yeah, I know. I think the waiver's clear at 9 a.m., oh, and then you have until yeah, the games. Um, but yeah, I, when, so forget the waiver. If he's available as a free agent, like I don't know why you wouldn't pick him oh, up. If he's a, yeah, but I, I, mean, I doubt that. He, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure with all, with all of us talking about him, in most leagues, he's going to get picked up of any kind of size. Right, but you're saying he shouldn't as be a waiver. Up. What, I'm, what I'm saying is... is no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not rushing to pick him up. No. What if you were like slowly going to pick him up? If he's there on Tuesday and no one's picked him up, and I have a roster spot that I can burn, then yeah, I'll use it. I can burn. Because <laughs> like for two weeks, that that's a dead roster spot. <clears throat> As opposed to your Ianacho dead spot for 13 game weeks now. You know, I've been reserving hope for that, and it just hasn't. <laughs> I finally, I have finally reached the tipping point of Kalechi Ianacho. Well. I'm glad it only took three months. I'm t- uh, one of the, I, I, I just hope I don't. I, also, for, also forwards with talent don't. They're few and far between. You, you, you give a longer rope to forwards than defenders in any league in Taga, correct? Um, I mean, would you have kept a defender for 13 weeks? Of course, absolutely. Not. Not. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have kept Danny Rose in a lot of leagues. <laughs> You're an aggressive transfer speculator, though. I am an aggressive transfer speculator. Yeah. Which is ironic way, since you went with the like, although that was probably a city move, so that's why you did it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That was a long <sighs> time right. on Watford United. Now, for the actual game itself, uh, I've kind of you know teased it here. I'm benching not all of the Watford options because I'm still going to start with Charleston because he's matchup proof. Uh, and. You know, I'm wondering. You know, are you starting any others? No, because no, no. I'm not. Maybe Ziegler. Are. Well, Will Hughes <laughs> is the one that people are probably going to talk about, especially because the last couple of weeks has been dynamite. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see what he could do against Matic and Fellaini for sure. I mean, it's going to be hard to see him. Yeah, <laughs> he's not tall and he's very white. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't play him. Yeah. Nope. The only time you see him is when he starts turning red. Would you take Kiko? Would you play him? No, I told okay. you I'm benching Kiko Feminia. Oh, okay, Feminia. sorry. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I'm definitely benching Kiko Feminia in this okay. game. Okay, And not that I have him, but I would definitely bench Aurelio Gomez. Okay. I mean, you don't even know if that manager is going to be there at this point, too, because Marco Silva's getting the hard sell from Everton. Is that that much of a better job? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but that doesn't that money talks, and Everton have money. Do they? Didn't they spend yeah, it Yeah, new ownership. They have money. Hmm. Yeah, that's what they said at AC Milan. That, um, that is what they... That, fine. That is what they say. And Everton, to their credit, they have spent money this offseason, too. If we give them credit for spending it, yes. I can give them well, credit for when spending it. When you have it. money... Oh, my God. They have money, and they have shown to spend it. I don't know what more what more process you want as terms in terms of offering to pay another manager correctly spending it 
that well, I mean, correctly spending it, they, they would then they would be uh, like Liverpool or somebody else who's really, really successful. Yeah. All right. Let's move that on. That was a subtle dig. All right. Uh, start your Manchester United options. Bench most of your Watford options. All right. The most interesting game of Tuesday has to be West Brom and Newcastle, right? Sure. Why not? West Brom looks surprisingly good. Yeah. They I, don't look a lot different, which is kind of funny. No, they but... don't look a lot different. I think. And that Ron Don goal was... Couldn't have been any flukier. I, 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 I'm so mad about that because now people are going to be like, "Oh, can we? Can we? Is, is Solomon Rondon a thing? No, he's not." It was in a fact, classic this, this, move this, for this him. Is the though, battle like... of two strikers that should not be things. And that's <laughs> Dwight Gale and Solomon Rondon. This is like the like the absolute top of the of the of the of the crap list, if you will, on my in my crap list count. Do you like Richie more than Shelby? Recently, no, but. You know, my, my gut still says yes. Okay. Like it hasn't been pretty for Matt Ritchie no. in the last in the last few game weeks, which is surprising. I'm not sure it gets any better in the short term. I mean, it's I I, I mean I have I ranked fair, him I, because I the matchup is solid, yeah. but and to be fair, I mean this is a matchup on either side where if you like a player, you're you're not sitting them. Like uh, if you really yeah. liked Kieran Gibbs or something like that, <laughs> right? I don't. I own or no West Brom. Probably the, I don't have any West Brom anywhere. So I have a share of Matt Phillips in EFSA, he's been and playing. that's because I, I I have to. Yeah, he's been playing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he, he I mean, you wouldn't know, but he has been playing. Yeah, I'd be fine playing him home against Newcastle, though. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, the matchups aren't going to get much better than that. Yeah. like over the course of a season, but yeah. like. You're not comfortable. Do you like Gail better than Rondon? Oh, who cares? Pass. <laughs> I'd rather play with zero forwards. Okay. You're not allowed to in like, those formats, Mike. I'm, aw- I- I'm aware. Yeah. Uh, no I false fear nines. Negative, I, fe- I fear negative points for both of them. That's that? ridiculous. All right. Well, Ron. Well, sorry. I think Mikel Marino is back, and I like him a lot. Yes. Fair. Let's talk about the positives in this game, yeah. which is. Which is that Joe Alt. I'd rather have Joe Salou. I think Joe Salou scores more points than Rondon and Gale combined. Um, I'm not going to take. I'm not going to agree with you on that one, but it's like possible. It's like two and a half to two. So yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Jacob Murphy's been starting. He's been uh, pretty good. Six shots, four chances created in his last two. So if he keeps going, that's decent, particularly against the West Brom side that likely isn't going to gobble up possession, so why not? I, I hope I see some evolution of style of play from West Brom. Uh, I, it, to, it's been a week, so it's not, I yeah. can't make any final assessments. But It is kind man. of amazing to me that Chris Brunt is totally out of the picture. Yeah, he's been found out happen? a little bit, to be fair. Like he's not a good enough defender to play left back, and he's not fit enough. He's not yeah, quick to enough a, to play left midfield. Yeah. So he's been found out. Weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, indeed. Can we get to some, you know, at least some, all right. So uh, actually, first, before we get to the Wednesday slate, uh, let's do our, our, our mid-pod, our live read for our friends over at PlayUp. <laughs> that, that's how you're going to intro? Let's do our live read now. Uh. <laughs> I had to do that because I'm stalling to pull to bring it up. <laughs> I was about to say I was trying to vamp because I was pretty sure that you didn't have no, enough. No, I, I rarely prepared for this. Do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think yes. you can pick a better team than the so-called pros? 
Yes. Then PlayUp is a place for you, Mike. PlayUp offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, and then watch their real-life actions rack up points on a live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win, so keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard, where fans from across the globe determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter Platinum Challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. Mike, what are you waiting for? Get to playup.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. Yeah, apparently we're two of those so-called experts. Um, I don't think anybody has ever accused us of that. <laughs> That's not true. Taga has accused us of being so-called experts. Mm. That's true. <laughs> I like to just consider ourselves informed, or at least half of us informed, and the other... Is, a tra- is an aggressive transfer speculator. <laughs> that's a nice and title. The, I like it. And the, and aggressive the, transfer and speculator. A sayer of things. Oh, I'm going to change my Twitter bio. A sayer of things. Uh, aggressive transfer speculator. Uh, and take me seriously. Those are those, 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 that, that should be my Twitter bio from now on. Perfect. Uh, also, um, in all in all seriousness, though. Um, you know, as far as being, as far as the informed part, uh, Andrew and the, the, especially the DFS podcast, very informed. If you want to check out an actual informed podcast, <laughs> rather than just an entertaining one. Hmm, okay, you. so on, uh, so on the Arsenal side of the Wednesday slate, we have Arsenal at home taking on a Huddersfield side who gave Manchester City a pretty good go of it. Sure did. They're uh, a good team. I mean, it's encouraged. I mean, what I really want to see is uh, David Wagner stoop down to take the U.S. men's national team job, but that just won't happen. Uh, but I mean, he has uh, like no his, real allegiance at this. Like he is very clear that he considers himself German. He's yeah. Him and Jurgen Klopp are like two of the closest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's much. But he's much more towards that end of the spectrum than he is anything else. Right. And also, I mean, he, his team tends to play a poor man's version of a Jurgen Klopp kind of game because they do love to press mm-hmm. everywhere all mm-hmm. the time. And yeah, it's a very, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to paint with a broad brush here. It's a very German style of playing. Okay. It's, it, it's, it's just press everywhere and uh, try and get as forward as you possibly can, no matter how much skill you have. Yeah. Why not? It, Enough pre- try- pressure and people make mistakes. That's why you see like, college and high school basketball teams press because yeah. people make mistakes. Yeah. And uh, they, like, I'm going to be really cliche now in a second. Goals win games. Do you know how many goals they've been scoring? Not many. Not a lot, Mike. Not a lot of goals. <laughs> Do you I'm know how aware. many times they've scored multiple goals? I think once. Twice. Oh, it was close. Once okay. against Manchester United, no less. And the other was they... the opener at Crystal Palace. Since then, they've scored one or zero goals in every game. Manchester City have scored nearly five times more goals than Huddersfield. Mm -hmm. It's been 13 games. Huddersfield has a a minus 10 goal differential, and they're 11th in the table. So while they press... It's a weird year. It's a weird year. They don't seem to be doing much. Yeah. I thought Arsenal was going to actually, like, really take it to Burnley uh, this past weekend, even though I've been, like lauding the Burnley defense. Uh, and actually, well, speaking f- of the Burnley defense, uh, Rory Smith wrote this great piece uh, for the New York Times last or yeah last weekend about 
why Burnley are so good defensively and how everybody says, well, they block a lot of shots, so they're lucky, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he really like dives in into why they, that basically well, they are they always... block a lot of shots. Did, did he go into that they block a lot of shots because that's what they're supposed to do? Yes. It's like basically that the reason why that they're built to allow shots, but they're built to allow poor shots that can either be easily blocked or they're taken from so far away it doesn't matter. And I that whenever said that somebody exact thing last year yeah, with, when somebody Tom blocks a shot, there's always at least two guys behind him uh, just in case something happens. Like it's a, it was a very good piece and it, was all around the people underestimate the Burnley defense and think they're lucky. And I read this whole article and I thought, it shouldn't matter, Arsenal will beat them handedly. And they very much did not. Uh, and But I'm going to say they are going to do it to Huddersfield. Yeah, so for Burnley, I, I, like I, I, was just, I said the same exact thing. I, I'm, I'm really happy that someone took my take and published it in the New York Times. I'm very flattered. Mm. But Burnley are set up so that you take bad shots, and they want you to. Mm-hmm. Like they, that's what they, they, they're, they're, they're daring you to shoot it from outside the 18, which is what made Tom Heaton so valuable last year, mm-hmm. is that they, he Why would get all these so crap valuable. shots, and they would count as shots, and they would count as saves for him. Yeah. It's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. A, a team, a, like a team, well... And for Arsenal, to be fair, Mesut Ozil did not play. Yep, and I think he's going to miss out on Wednesday as well. Yeah, that's a joke. Unless it's injury related, he's, but it's he's sick. He's got an illness, strep maybe. I don't know. Too much arson. Anyway, I think that Arsenal are fine. Not not that they're like Barcelona the same level is fine, but like Iwobi. I really like Alex Iwobi, so if oh. Ozil being sick gets Iwobi on the field, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's getting sweet whispers in his ear from the likes of There's Jose a... Mourinho, who has been touted to want him, and also from Barcelona, who have said to him maybe want him. Yeah, I can't uh, imagine it... this is coming from anyone but his agent. But sure, I'm sure all of those teams are dying to get Mesut Ozil <laughs> on the cheap. Yes, sure. Uh, it's a lot of talent for not a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Thank a cup tied talent too, nonetheless. Not cup tied. That makes. No, he is cup tied because no. they play. In doesn't Europa. it re, re? Doesn't it reset in January? I thought it reset for the group stages. Well, they better sell them January first then, <laughs> and you know how. Well, Arsenal they re-register. They early. re-register once it all happens. Yeah. So, but you know how Arsenal love to do their business early. Yeah. Well, again, especially with Mesut Ozil. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I wouldn't be shocked if he stayed. Uh, I. I would I'd be shocked be if, Alexis if both stayed. him and Alexis stay. How's that? Yeah. Well, I don't think Alexis is staying, so... Past January or past... Are you talking about January or are you talking about no, the summer? summer. And neither of them are going anywhere in January. Arsenal are way too stubborn for that. Especially in the top, if they're in the top four. I mean, th- those, I mean, That's how they get way, them Those are stay. the kind of managerial decisions that get you fired. That, yeah, right. Anywhere else, maybe. Because now you're affecting... When you look at the board at Arsenal, you have now cost them a lot of money. Not if they stay. I think they fully expect oh, them yeah. to stay if they finish in the top four. Like I think they, again, I think they again, truly believe that. Again, these are the types of decisions that get manager management fired. I think that it does anywhere else, not at Arsenal. And I think they, I think they, like I said, I think they really believe that those two guys will stay if they qualify for the Champions League. Fool's gold's worth a lot of money to Arsenal. Okay. You play anyone so, in Huddersfield? Uh, 
well, uh, Arsenal, yeah, they, they are not fool's gold against Huddersfield. Uh, I am fully with you. Start all the options. Aaron Ramsey, Kolasinac, uh, Skodron Mustafi has been a monster yeah, he's been really since, he is, since he has returned. And it is no, it is no, it's no coincidence that uh, Arsenal defense has been a lot better since he's returned. Sure. Well, it, they get to play two of three guys as center backs who are actually center backs. It's crazy, right? Yeah. How that actually Weird. works out well. But yeah, I think I'm more interested if you think anybody from Huddersfield is worth playing. Not really. Uh, you you, you wouldn't make start Aaron Moy. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm probably going to be hard pressed to find five better midfielders in a target situation than Aaron Moy, but. You know, if someone if someone dropped him to the bench, like I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a ridiculous thing to do. Like, it's fine. Okay. It, it's 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 a it's a reasonable thing to do. It might backfire on you, but I don't think so. Like, it won't backfire spectacularly. Like, you won't see like a twenty point bench score or something like that. Right. Yeah. You, know, like you you'll put someone in. He'll get like six seven points, and maybe Aaron Moy scores like thirteen, if in a, on a good day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not going to kill you. Yeah. That would be a good day. That would against Arsenal. That would be a great day. Yeah, but the, the, I'm talking like worst of worst case scenarios, right? Okay, that's fair. Tom Ince. He did have a great assist to Nicholas Otamendi. <laughs> what about the fullbacks? For Arsenal, they're going to be great. No, Huddersfield. No. Okay. <laughs> no, there, there's no value. There's no value in Huddersfield. Like. A, uh, this is a matchup to me, especially because Arsenal have found their defensive stride as of late. Uh, I'm very, very worried about any kind of Huddersfield uh, point getting. Okay, that's yeah. fair. It's just it, I just I don't see it. Uh, if you if you decide to go against my advice there and it works out for you, all power to you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna trust my process, and even if the result is in someone else's favor. Okay, that's reasonable. Thank you. Let's move on to Burnmouth and Burnley, a game that should be uh, boring. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to put this game at 1-1, Max. I think that's fair. I, I don't see much scoring in this one yeah. at all. Well, I mean, there's never that much scoring in a Burnley match. Um, Southampton have been pretty good, though. Um, Burnmouth? I'm sorry, Burnmouth, yeah. Um, it's more, yes, they have been. more defensively than in the attack, despite the 4-0 win at, at Huddersfield, but... Yeah, I mean, if there's a game that absolutely should be scored, like if there's any game on the slate that you're like, one of these games is scoreless, this is the one I'm taking. I'll take this yeah, one ahead and, of the West Brom-Newcastle game. So for this, yes, yes, uh, I agree. And actually, the only one I would think would even have even close to a chance is Everton-West Ham, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, for Burmouth burnley like, um, how far do you get to see a forward in like your rankings for this, this game? Like, it's pretty far. With, like overall, yeah. Um, like I, I would have Charlie Daniels ranked higher. I would have both goalies ranked higher in this game for getting points. Like, there's, just, I don't see a lot of offensive opportunity. Uh, the only thing that I, I agree with you there. Uh, however, I do really like Callum Wilson and Josh King. They're playing well together. I give you really that. well together. Uh, uh, and I, 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 this I, pains me to do, but you nailed it on Josh King like two months ago. Maybe it yep. was a month ago. Yeah, it was a month ago. Saying that if he was available, you know, if anybody wanted to trade Josh King away, you would be a buyer because he's been great. And I think obviously a lot of it is because of Callum Wilson, uh, which and the fixtures uh, that that certainly helped as well. But I mean, but that's part of it. You know, you got to look at stuff like that when you're 
looking to acquire somebody. And yeah, yeah King was he a has, good call. Yeah. He had way too much talent for him to be consistently performing as badly as he was. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. He went from being very overrated because at the beginning of the season we were talking about how early people were drafting him, and it was like, well, he's a forward, so that that obviously helped. He would have never been where he was if he was qualified as a midfielder. And then he was playing so badly, and everyone's like, oh, this guy is so overrated. And then it was that's like, wait when, a minute, is he underrated? Like me, and that's when people like me jump jump on the on the wagon, right? Uh, because that's max value at right. that point. So, yeah, I, I like them. Like, if, if you did tell me there was going to be a goal in this game, those are the two I'm going towards. Yeah, and, you know, the, it, it's, it's those are the, I mean, that, that, that kind of process of making sure you're buying low and selling high on players, like, that's what gets you in the top parts of leagues in Taga, for uh-huh. sure. As someone who's, you know, I, I don't think I'm in a league where I'm lower than fourth. No. Uh, it, I, I actually, I think I've passed you now in both leagues that we're in together. Yeah. That's because I couldn't load my team this weekend, but yeah. Oh, actually, it probably <laughs> didn't even matter. I mean, I, I scored a decent amount of points this past weekend, yeah, but I not a lot of teams not. did. So. My team was horrific. Back to the You'll training get... ground or whatever they told me to do. <laughs> Stay out of the pub. Or... I, you know what? That is my favorite part of the Taga platform is those like preloaded messages that like make no sense because yeah. this is not real life. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not keep keep them out of the pub. Like okay, I'll keep my my digital assets out of the pub. Thank right. you. Right. Who I don't really know on a first. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh my god! On the Burnmouth Burnley side, um, is there a midfielder? Like, can you name a midfielder of note? Robbie Brady. Of note. Jordan I know I'm, you can name a midfielder. <laughs> why is Robbie Brady at Burnmouth not a player of note? I, has he? Uh, he had a great I mean, game last last weekend. Yeah, last week. Yes, I yes, that is true. Against Arsenal, actually, I believe I think I'm the only one who ranked him last weekend too. That's a silly rank, but sure. Tell me, it didn't work. It didn't work. He had no goals, no assists, and no clean sheet, and a yellow card. But anyway, other than that, it definitely worked. <laughs> I rank for Taga in my. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, look, I, it, it was it was a silly rank. I'll give you that. But I mean, I have a soft spot. What can I say? I really do like Robbie Brady's style. No, yeah, I get it. I think he's kind of wasting away at Burnley. I think he'd be far more suited to a team like West Brom. Oh, but oh, yeah. That, in a Taga format, tell me he wouldn't be more valuable on a West Brom or a Newcastle. If you, I'll even go, I'll go a little higher, Newcastle. I think he would not be as valuable in Newcastle with if Richie was still there. That's a Richie team. West Brom, sure. Right. But like that, I mean, what? I don't think he's any better at West Brom than he is in Burnley. I take that back. It's it, they're both pretty brutal. I will give you that. Yeah. They are both uh, again offensively. They are both brutal to watch. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to see him there. Anyway, uh, I like, yeah, I assume everybody would where start Where would their you want to see Robbie defend- Brady? I, I was looking honest. around wondering where any better would be. Um, Hull City. Yeah. Um, Swansea, maybe? Better. Palace, no, he wouldn't start. No. no you're, That's wait, you're right. That's Robbie it. Brady is, he's a, apparently he's really hard to fit into a lineup. Well, it's kind of like, you know, he, he's a guy that, you know, he does what he does very well, but it's not necessarily a role that every team needs. Like, he needs to be kind of one of the better guys on his team. 
And so that's why he kind of, he stands out a little bit at Burnley, but like, if he's not necessarily getting all, all the free kicks, then I'm not sure where his value is in a lot of places. Watford, maybe Southampton. Yeah. I was looking at Southampton, but they have so many guys that can kind of do what he does. He would be, he would be par for the course of Southampton. Right. Like a lot exactly. of guys that we like on paper, when you put them all together, they yeah. Stink. And they're just terrible, even though they were amazing. <laughs> well, they weekend, will, oh but. yeah. Well, they will, they, they will, we'll get to them. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I think you would play anybody that you have on these two teams. I'm not sure I'm benching anybody because they're Chris Wood, Burnley, or yeah, I don't have any Wood, but I would I would put Wood behind King and Wilson. But if I was desperate, which sometimes you are, yeah, I would play Chris Wood. Guarantee you, Twitter would have a nice field day if they listened to that last statement. Why? What did I say? I got no Wood. Oh. It's like I'm talking to a 12-year-old sometimes. You know, I'm preparing you for when your kids grow up. Just I guess. Like thanks. <laughs> this, is what, this is what you have to look forward to, Andrew. <laughs> Let's move on before I say something I mean. <laughs> one of us is informed and the other one is a child. All right. Uh, Let's go on to Chelsea against Swansea. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm assuming. Well, Chelsea. All right. I'm going to say this about the Chelsea Liverpool game because I was list. I had to, I was listening to it on the on a drive home during a Thanksgiving weekend, which is just awful. Um, really? I think soccer on the radio is excellent. I, there were two people in the car who had no interest in soccer, so it was on a really low volume, and it was hard to pick out all the things that were going on. Oh, I, I, uh, I, I will. It's like very underrated soccer. On they're, the they're, and I think that they were the. I think before Red Zone existed, like they kind of uh, the soccer, at least on Talk Sport Radio, which is what's on Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of do like if, if there's something exciting happening in another game, they'll quickly flash over to give you that audio highlight, and oh, that's they'll cool. flash, flash back to the game that you're uh, watching yeah. or listening to. Yeah. And then halftime is just like clip, 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 clip. Yep. There, there is no commentary. Like, it, like, this it's is great. Yeah, it's weird because I think people, there are lots of people who think soccer is already really boring, and then when the, when you add in the possibility of having it on the radio, they're like, people would rather kill themselves. But it's like, there's whether you're watching soccer or not, the ball is always moving. And so there's always something to be describing. Whereas like in baseball, there's the 17-second delay between each pitch and then the next batter's coming in. Like there's just delays everywhere. Not don't even get me started on football. But like soccer on the radio is very good. Yeah. Uh it's Chelsea against Swansea. Uh, uh you know, this is gonna be one of those where it's I mean, on paper this should be Chelsea in a landslide. Yep. Uh I I don't see I'm trying to not wear like my blue colored glasses here. Mm-hmm. I do not see a way that Swansea generate any kind of attack. Here. Totally agree. Okay, their so best, I'm not just being ridiculous. arguably their best attacking player. It cannot play in this game. That's correct. So that doesn't help, and that's it. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, Renato Sanchez Jordan. has been great, and but and Jordan Ayew has been pretty good this year. The fullbacks have been good. I just don't see how they put it together at Stamford Bridge. I, uh, yeah, I just don't. And then uh, do we see the return of Victor Moses yet? Is really the, He's fit. The, I mean, if they, they got to play him at some point. So yeah. I, 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 had a, I had an issue when I was trying to do rankings this week because I was like, uh, where do I put – do I put Davide Zabacosta on there? Yeah. Because the matchup is great. 
Right, right. Yeah, I would be, I mean, for like FPL, which locks, like I would be nervous about Zapacosta. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm not sure there's a player I'm not nervous about other than... Alonzo. Courtois. Yeah, Alonzo, I guess, and, and Golo Kante. I would be worried about everybody. Well, yeah, I would be worried about I everybody. I, I mean, do you, they're not going to hand Michi Batshuayi a start. Like, uh, you, no, you think you're that, right. Murata like, should start. You're right. Yeah, unless you think that they're going to do that three midfielders as a forward line thing. Yeah, they, they did that like a, against Karabag yeah. uh, when the game didn't really matter, which I'm not going to say a match against Swansea doesn't matter, but it seems like a pretty good Willian Pedro situation to me. Yeah, like Hazard I, should, if, if anybody should get a break, it's Hazard. Yeah, I think he's had enough of getting literally kicked around. Yeah. So, like, this seems like a good time for Willian to get, or Pedro, either one. Or both. Yeah, and maybe go back to the 3-4-3, three, three, which, which is what made you good in the first place. Good gravy. When they go 3-5-2, they just they do not look good. Okay. Like they did against uh, Liverpool. Only when they went to the 4-2-4 four, four did they actually generate any meaningful offense. Well, that's not true. They had good chances, and they missed a couple from what I heard on the radio. Hmm. Uh, they but, did. Specifically, Bakayoko missed a couple chances. Yeah. But, happens, though. Well, I mean, he's not known for his offensive capabilities. Right. But when they go 3-4-3, three, three, they are far more balanced. And when they did this 3-5-2 nonsense against Liverpool, like, you know, Danny Drinkwater, because they, that, they that decided to go with three defensive midfielders with Drinkwater, Conte, and Bakayoko. Uh, I don't think that's a regular... Thing, no, it's I not. It, it, I think they've done it like two or three times, and it's been against the better teams. Right? I think they did it against City and lost. Did it against Liverpool and probably should have lost. Um, like, so they don't get any credit for beating United with it. They didn't do it against uh, City, and they didn't do it against Spurs. So, oh, they, well, they definitely well, Drinkwater never plays, so it's not like like that was his no, first but it's, start, no, but so. no, but but I'm also talking about when they had like Pedro. Uh, like when, beginning of the season when they would do like Pedro Willian, yeah, Morata up front, that, and and and, and keep well, it, it, but but they would they would stay, they would play Fabregas further back is what I'm saying. Sure. So even if they did like a so if they did like a will like for example if they did a Pedro supporting, or sometimes they even have Fabregas supporting, um, uh, not Fabregas support. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I just don't like the way that they play when they do three five two. Okay. It just does. It doesn't look like it's not really they don't two. Get, though. It's one one. Fine. Yeah. Three five one one. But it, it, that, whenever you play two forwards up front, right, one person always has to drop back a little bit, right? The Troy Dini Odion Agallo back in the day, right? <laughs> By the way, Odion Agallo, who may be coming back oh. to to the Premier League. Hmm. The tens of aggressive, millions of dollars in China were not enough. Aggressive huh? transfer speculator. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it that Odion Igalo has been in contact with, I believe, West Brom. Gross. Gross. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think Chelsea, yeah, all your regular guys. I, really, the only interesting one will be if David Luiz comes back in, even though Andreas Christensen has been awesome. I, I'm, I told you this, right? You know, when Chelsea, in the summer, when they were still rumored to be chasing Virgil van Dijk, right? Like if they picked him up or if they pick up any kind of defensive cover, train David Luiz to be a central midfielder. That's yeah, I don't his think best that's position. what they're doing. No, I doubt it. But I still think that he can provide a lot of value there. Not yeah. maybe not 
maybe not from a fantasy perspective for himself, but for the people around him. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think he'll play that much in that role, but correct. Yeah. I, at least not this season. Okay. But I do think that is his best position. Anyway, let's go on to a game that promises to be craptacular in Everton at home against a West Ham side coming to town. Uh, um, Gilvie Sigurdsson continues to do well. Yep. With the quick out with the quick wingers and Kevin Morales made a return mm-hmm. in the most recent game and uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin getting on the score sheet as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're slowly figuring out what to do. Um, yeah, they looked really good and they lost 4-1. Well, they didn't look really good. I'm just saying Gilby Sigerson played better. Right. It has been performing better and he's now someone that you can start even when Everton aren't going to win, per se. Um, I think most people were starting him anyway if he was starting. Um, uh, I would not make that assumption. Really? I would not have made that assumption. Until like the past week or two, I would not have made that assumption. He's been bad. I mean, he hasn't been starting, too. I mean, yeah, yes, he's correct. been horrible, but it's like one of those that, like, can you afford... Like, are you starting Gareth Barry over Gilfie Sigurdsson? No, but, like, that's usually not the choice. I'll put this no, way. The choice would is you, your I'll put it this way. Five, like, five weeks ago, would you have rather started Aaron Moy or Gilfie Sigurdsson? Yeah, that, you're starting Moy anyway. People were starting Moy very early. You, you have to consider Sigurdsson or literally your sixth midfielder. That was the decision. Yeah, uh, unless you unless you were playing three forwards, something like that in the Tadja situation where you only have four midfielders anyway. But I mean, yes, it always depends on roster construction. But yeah, if you're talking five midfielders, yeah, I'd I'd be. I think you'd be hard pressed to find five. Right. So I think everybody was playing him anyway. Yeah. 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 You. You. It's a strong case. I, I, I. I'm not sure if that's true. I, I, I still, as someone who is old, who owns Gilby Sigurdsson in one league, I had definitely benched him a couple of times, even when he was starting. Hmm. Okay. Mostly because the matchup was terrible. Like it was, it, 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 I got burned by it once. That's the way I'll put it. He he scored 19 points on the bench for me once. Hmm. So you actually went the opposite way. Yeah, I did it badly. Right. Uh, they're going to have some issues like all over the place because Michael Keane and Leighton Baines were hurt this past weekend. So just when we started liking Leighton Baines again. Uh I was not on the Leighton Baines train this time. So anybody else who grabbed him will need to find a replacement. Aaron Lennon looks like he might have a re- regular spot. Tom Davis is back this week. I wonder if Rooney comes back in like the quick turnaround. They need points in this game though. Like they need 3. And so I assume you'll see, yeah, Calvert-Lewin and Lookman just because they need to get people further up. Well, and because Omar Nias is suspended one more game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for – you talked about Tom Davis. Would he be like a John Joe Kenny replacement or would he be in the midfield? Um, I think he's in the midfield because I think – is Schneiderlin hurt? One of them. He could be – not a Kenny replacement. He could be a Baines replacement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's – Whatever it is, right. somebody's playing out of position for Everton. So, because they just of don't have playing out of position for right. Everton. <laughs> right. The, 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 Mason Holgate. Yeah, I, 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 Mason Holgate. Once upon a time, was like a peripheral stat fantasy darling, <laughs> and now he's just in a barren wasteland of and he's been Evertonian mess. Yeah, he's been hurt a little bit, but I think, and this, and you could say the same about Kuka Martina. 
Like, yeah. I'm not sure why he gets oh, stuck on the oh, bench. I was Other so than Kenny starts they, ahead of him. I mean, it's as simple yeah, as that. I was, I was so angry when they signed Cuco Martina because I was so ready to be on the Mason Holgate train coming into this year, and <laughs> then they signed Cuco Martina. I'm like, nope, it's over. Yeah. Because he ruined Cedric last year. I don't know if he ruined him, but... Started, started more than a few times. Yeah, sometimes. Sure. Just ugh, speaking up. Anyway, West Ham, uh, Mikel Antonio's got, he's getting close. Yeah, I don't know if it's close enough to start, so. No, not close enough to start, but it, uh, as someone who, in the EFSA who is just waiting for players to get healthy again because, you know, it's a 20-team league, there's no one on the waiver wire, and you just, when you do, when your guys get hurt, you, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for Mikel Antonio to actually get back so I can stop playing Matt Phillips. Oh, both of them were just so frustrating. <laughs> Uh, we, saw, uh, and, we did Andy, see Masuaku play as kind of an attacking I, winger. So I was going to get to him in two players. I was going to say what two, two things that happened. Uh, Andy Carroll, again, appears to be a little bit of a focal point offensively. Mm-hmm. And Arthur Masuaku, as a left midfielder, uh, is creating chances. Um, and, and he got, oh, sorry, he had a lot of successful take-ons, too. Uh, so I, I, this, this is just what I saw on the latest... Taga fixture sheet from last week. It's, it's it, for me because I, I saw he scored a ton of points. Yeah, so I was like, eight what's going on here? Yeah. yeah, I mean that helps. Yeah, for sure. He had zero chances created though. He won fourteen duels, not aerials, but no, um, no, 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 it was the. I corrected myself saying it was the type of thing. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's he gives them kind of a another you know, attacker on that side, which All right, I'll, it's how about this? they don't necessarily need it with Cresswell there too, but how about this Ziegler or Masuaku? Uh, that's a good one. Ziegler, uh, Ziegler, excuse me, not yeah, Ziegler. I would, Ziegler is a pitcher. Z- Ziegler, Ziegler, Ziegler is yeah. a soccer player. Uh, the only thing that worries me about Masuaku is that there's absolutely no guarantee that he gets another start. Oh, correct. And Ziegler, I but, know is starting. Yeah. Well, the, would you rather have okay? How about this? Like West Ham are playing Everton this week, and who are they playing next week? Just taking a look really quick. City, oh bad. Never mind. Ziegler, Ziegler, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you, the, you, but I mean, but this is what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm sorry, the facts like, got in your way. No, 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 no. But <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Well, it's I, actually I, significantly worse, by the way, for West Ham. It's Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal. I was talking just the next two weeks, right? Because here's what I was saying, right? Because if you have to think short term, like the next two weeks, like I'm, I'm not going to be excited about Ziegler starting against, you know. But then if you had like a Masuaku, who, yeah, he he had two good matchups. No, no, but he doesn't have two good matchups, so it doesn't matter. I would still rather have Charlie Daniels, though. Okay, Uh, we have a uh, well for the Everton side. After Guilty Sigerson, is there anyone you actually like in this matchup? Because West Ham is not a team that you shy away from. Um, I guess Calvert-Lewin, but I would probably really hope I didn't have to play him. Uh, I like the West Ham guys more, probably. So do you feel that West Ham will win this game? No, but I think there are, I think there are goals on both sides. I don't think either team is good defensively. Yeah, this one has like one of those like 2-2 draws. Yeah, it could be, yeah. On it. For like, sure. like, I like they Lanzini both, a they lot. Both des- they both desperately need three points, which means they'll both get one. <laughs> right. I really like Lanzini. Yeah. I would even probably I, play Carroll because the Everton center backs, I guess, will be Jags and 
Ashley Williams, who's been horrible this year. He's um, old. He's he's thirty something now, or twenty nine or thirty something like that, right? Uh, he's he he has a lot of miles in those legs yeah. too. I mean, I I wouldn't be happy about it, but if I was forced to play Marco Arnautovic, okay. He's a forward. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I I I after just after five minutes of the first game of watching Marco Arnautovic on West Ham, like no, thank you. Okay. Pass. That's fair. And by the way, Ashley Williams, thirty-three. Yeah, I thought he was older than that. So, and Jags is what thirty-eight. Jags is forty-five. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, he's only thirty-five. Yeah. So sixty-seven years of center backs. That's not good. Not ideal. <sighs> it's just Everton. We I, like. I had such high hopes. Like Everton. Everton hurts. Like that one hurts a little bit. West Ham, you know what? Both these teams hurt a little bit. You know, both of these teams on paper, they, they should be good. Or they should be better than, much better than they are. Yes. That. Good is too strong. But they should be, you know, like fighting for that last Europa spot. And I, now they're fighting for the last Premier League spot. Seeing them through these first 13 game weeks, I can see how West Ham get better. Like, with the same guys that they have, I can see that group succeeding. I, I really am struggling to see it with Everton. I I, like I think West Ham fan. gets better a lot faster than Everton. I am a much bigger fan of the young attackers on Everton than you are. Correct. I, I like Calvert-Lewin. I've liked Lookman in the past. I haven't seen enough of him recently to say that he's a Premier League forward. But um, I like both of them. Uh, they Everton also have a player on loan. They may recall in Henry Onyekeru. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct correctly, but um, they, I, they have they have talent, and they have players that could provide for that talent in Gilfie Sigurdsson and also Wayne Rooney can also pick out a pass too. If, you know, Sigurdsson needs a rest or something like that. But having too many of the what they fell into the trap of is having five creative players and no finishers. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Unless they get a penalty. (laughs) And even then they weren't hitting those either. Uh, Or they weren't getting, I don't think they were getting many. And it's just, and they, I mean, they they missed, I I said this last year too, but they missed the opportunity to move on from Leighton Baines because now they get nothing for it. Um, And Seamus Coleman, well, they do have two players coming back relatively soon. That should give them some hope. For this, is, this, is the, this is the way they get back, right? I know you, I know you baited me into this, right? Oh, my God. But Seamus Coleman at the right back and your favorite person in the world, Yannick Bellassi, who actually should be, who should be back in December, Bellassi. They think he's going to be ready, I think, before the, before the next calendar year. But Seamus Coleman's probably going to drag into January. Those two are the... You know, if you develop some of that young talent, you add those two pieces in, that's the way back. Okay. And presuming those two pieces perform as expected, which is a huge if, yeah. right? I would be uh, I would be surprised if Coleman came back that early. And Velassi, like, the, the length of his absence and the particular nature of his absence doesn't give me any confidence that he will be a useful fantasy player this season. You asked for the way back, and I provided you a theoretical way back. Oh, sure. 
Sure. <laughs> no, I, I, and and they see, get you, Antoine Griezmann in January. There's our way back. How about that? I provided a more realistic one in Anya Kairou. I, I, man, I, I need to... Where's it? Anya Go play Kuru. some FIFA and you can figure it out. Yeah, Anya Kuru. Henry Andre Anya Kuru. Yeah, he, sound, he definitely low. sounds like a Premier League savior. I'm... Like I said, mine was much more realistic expectation than Antoine Griezmann. Okay. I don't see why that's so ridiculous. Anyway, uh, we go to uh, we go on to the uh, Manchester City. I, you can't say it enough, right? Like they just they find this time they actually had to struggle at least to win against mm-hmm. Huddersfield last week, but they still won. They uh, scored every goal in that game. Yes, they did. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they continued their pace of three goals again. Yeah, it, it, they figured it was going to be just way too easy, so they decided to score one on their own goal. To so be, that I think start. that was a little bit of a harsh own goal. I believe Schindler, mm-hmm. Christopher Schindler, got a, a touch on that was going to go on goal. But That's, that's very uh, generous of you. Well, I mean, that's, that's the rule. If the touch yeah, I don't think it was. I don't goal, think it was ever going anywhere near it. I think Ashley Young's was probably more on target than Schindler's. All right, all right, all right. I just I loved how Huddersfield's Twitter reacted with Schindler getting the goal immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. It was pretty obvious it was going to be an own goal, but anyway. I mean, this is the perfect time for City to rotate. Yeah, I, 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 Bernardo Silva should probably get a run. Um, I still think Raheem Sterling will play. Um, Jesus should. He was a surprising non-starter last weekend after Aguero started the uh, the Champions League game. So still got an assist, which was nice since I captained him in FD- FPL. Jesus, that is. But yeah, it's, uh, I think Pep is really going to make people angry in the next few weeks because they, they're going to keep rotating because they can, and that doesn't help for at least lineups that block early or just... You know, this game is kind of on the later side. So if you have a guy, you know, if you're deciding between, uh, you know, you go out of your way and say, oh, I'm going to start Townsend this week, or I'm not going to start Townsend this week because I'm going to start Leroy Sané, and then Sané doesn't start the next day. Like, that's obviously a a hit. So it'll be ugly. Oh, yeah. Uh, But at least from Southampton's side, they had a couple of days to feel good about themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know what to make of this team. Like... I give up. I'm. I've long given up on Dusan Tadic. So I, I. Any. Whenever he has a good game, like I can't give myself a hard time for not taking him because, like, I just don't take him. It's just like a risk of playing fantasy soccer when Southampton is available because Tadic is just never an option for me. But like James Ward Prowse had a huge game, uh, much more so on uh, on like DraftKings because he had. Uh, I'm trying to think, was it? I think he had. Yeah, 18 crosses, created five chances, like, and he had an assist. Like that's. That's such a classic James Ward-Prowse game that I would miss. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. What what do you do with this team? I don't know. That, that finish from Dusan Tadic was smooth. Like, it, yeah, it, it looked ugly, but it was. I, I think he did it on purpose. I agree. I want to I believe he did it on purpose. Um, <laughs> it won't matter. It won't matter in the next game. It just won't. Right. Um, but Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, is that how we're going to say it? Hoiberg? Yes. Yeah. Uh, had a really good game. Um, won four tackles, three fouls drawn, three interceptions, completed 88 passes. Like, he was really good, and there's no way he starts the next game because <laughs> uh, Lamina's back. So, 
Oh, well. Hot hand, hot feet. <laughs> no Redmond. No, no Redmond. But it, none of it will matter. Like, like if you put, if you had magically found Southampton's best 11 and they were all playing well, they'd still lose 3 nothing. In this game? Yes. Yes, I agree. And they haven't found their best 11 and they aren't all playing well. I think this one so, from last weekend might be with Lamina instead of Hoiberg. Or Hoiberg, maybe. It's Hoiberg. It is Hoiberg. The hard yes. G. All right. I think that for, that Hoiberg. For, Hoiberg. Uh, Charlie Austin starting up front is just like I was almost angry that he scored because I love Charlie Austin. The fact that he hasn't been starting this entire season is infuriating to me, especially when they go to Shane Long before they go to him when Gabby Dini's not playing well. Well, he shanked a couple before he got his goals. But but that's what you get. Yes, I know. Yeah, I mean that's. Well, I mean, how many bites at the apple is he going to get against City? Oh, I'm not saying against City. Point. I just yeah. mean all of their previous Yo, games. You you have had a point. Like you have had a point. Uh, you know, Gabby Adini has run his course. Shane Long had run his course three years ago. Right. Uh, Chaz time. But yeah, I I'm not going to play any guys from Southampton. Would you play Van Dyke? Uh, I. I have him at the bottom of the rankings, but it's not like it's it's not strong. Yeah, like it's because Leighton Baines was, was ruled out, and yep, like, there's just you have to put somebody there. Yeah, like, but I agree the city thing. I mean, uh, for Taga, he he in Taga he may have a bunch of aerial duels. But that's about it. But I don't think even then city don't cross the ball in like that no. a lot. No, they don't. So it's mostly on the ground. It's mostly ground passing. Yep. And if it goes in the air, it's because it's going over your head. Right, right. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, that's a great point. I think it's funny. I see all of these articles about like how to plan your FPL team for uh, you know the holiday period with all the congestion. People are like, oh, I think I'm really like well set yes. up. And it's like if you have more than one city guy and it's not Ederson, you have no idea that they're playing. They like these guys can be rested at any point. De Bruyne, I'd think probably be, I'd be more uh, confident about him. And I don't even have him. I have three guys, and it's not De Bruyne or Ederson. But um, yeah, nobody can feel comfortable at this point. But you just hope it's like Jesus, and they get an assist off the bench. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I don't, it doesn't even matter who starts. Like, right? The like. It, it, you know, that's not true. It does matter who starts. But the way that it, if really. they have, well, a lot of If you own Bernardo of, Silva and he's starting, you're starting. Oh, of course. But he's not like a nobody. But, you know. Like but they don't, have, they don't have nobodies. That's true. They don't even have like the like the standard English guy at the end of the bench for homegrown talent purposes. No, no, no. They do. Yeah. Phil Foden. I don't know if it's Foden or Foden. But, like if he <laughs> starts, you're like, you'd go to your waiver wire and you'd be like, oh, maybe. Maybe I'll give him a ride. I've got Marvin Ziegler here. I can drop with two games. <laughs> Always bringing it back. Always bringing it back. Uh, yeah, I, there's. I don't know. You can ever make the case that a Man City guy is not worth playing. Is it Marvin or Martin? Marvin, like the Martian. Marvin. Okay, thank you. <sighs> okay, Stoke and Liverpool round out our slate for Wednesday here. Liverpool played well. I liked, even though they had a very conservative lineup, I did like the way that they played against Chelsea. They dominated possession. It really took it to Chelsea. Yeah, that's um, what they do. Well, even with a midfield line of, like, what was it, James Milner and Henderson and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, the latter, Oxlade-Chamberlain, played very well against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think he, he is. I think Ox was more up front. I think Coutinho played behind. Yeah. That, but yeah, this is another team that like you have no idea who's going to start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially because they have they have a, a Champions League game that matters. Right. I just mean over the next month, like yeah, Sturge tough. could it's always tough. start. Ox, Lalana's back now. That only clouds the situation. Like it's, it's a that's a tough one. You would yeah. think Mosala would be the, the one they keep in. And my God, is he good? But you never know. And like then there's good. Jordan Shakiri. What's that? Then there's Jordan Shakiri. Yeah, he's a guy. I got, I mean, I'm not, I don't have Shakira anywhere. Nope, you didn't rank him, I don't think. Yeah, no, heavens no. He's just, he's, the goals that he scores are, like, they're not that anybody's like a reliable goal scorer on Stoke, but he just doesn't shoot enough for me to think that he can score any game, which is why I always rank Chopu Motang ahead. And I've been wrong on Shakira for three straight games. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just, the process is right, though. Like the process, like, 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 and it's not like Chop- Chopu Moting has been bad. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, even here's the thing. Um, I'll put it. Uh, I don't even know if this is correct, but I'm gonna try and put a statement out there, and I want to see if you agree or disagree. Okay. Chopu Moting can score points without Jordan Shakiri. Can Jordan Shakiri score points without Chopu Moting playing well? I think he can only because, but it, it it comes from free kicks with a poor wall and a bad goalkeeper move. Like I think that's how Shakiri is more reliable of a scorer because, I mean, he's taken ten shots in his last three games. They've had some pretty easy matchups, but I don't know. I just yep. if I'm if I'm in a goal dependent format, which is what I am in with FPL because I don't have Chopumoteng or Shakiri in either. Like I I take Chopumoteng at first. Aggressive transfer speculator news. Chelsea are in contact with Jack Butland if Thibaut Courtois goes to Real Madrid. Okay. I, it's We're talking Stoke. I just wanted to pull out an aggressive... Because now I'm the aggressive transfer speculator. Right. I got to be the aggressive transfer yeah, speculator. That's fair. that's fair. There's really not that much fun stuff to talk about with Stoke. Like, it's really... It's two guys. And everyone else is unplayable. You don't like Mama Diouf anymore? No. No, it was fun while it lasted, but I, I think I think that time in our lives is over. Yeah. Is that fair? Is that unfair? No, I think it's fair. I, 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 mean, I tend I, not I, to... I, I'm not going to play Kurzuma at home against Siegelar Liverpool. ...than I would uh, Mama Diouf, and Mama Diouf is a forward. There it is. Mark it. Mark that down. Not Zuma? In spurts... Like, if you can guess the game that he's going to get you 14 points, great. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Kurt Zuma has, he has more athleticism than he does talent, or than soccer-specific talent. I think he is a tremendous athlete. He's got a, he's got great size and speed combination. Can't shoot to save his life. Um, And he depends on his athleticism to play defense. Yeah. Which, when he's young, is fine, but he needs to start learning how to defend because that game will not age well. Okay. And I think that's why Chelsea are, you know, loaning him out. <laughs> like, that he needs to learn how to play defense, and he won't do that on the bench at Chelsea. No. No. 
but no, it, it, but to answer your question, no, I don't think that Kurt Zuma is a viable fantasy option. Uh, on the Liverpool side, how deep do you go in this game? Everybody. Like if L- if Lalana started, would you yes. be comfortable with Lalana? Yes. Yeah, I, I I play everybody. Like if if I have a Liverpool guy, I would take anybody. Would you Would you take them to cover the over under of what is it? Uh, probably two and a half. At Stoke, three? probably not. I would take the under, but I don't think Stoke scores. Even though Liverpool's defense on the road. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, ah, I got a fact. I got a fact in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Um, but I still don't think I'm, I'm certainly not playing any Stoke guys. You, 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 uh, are you putting it this way? Yeah. Stoke may score. You just don't know who it's going to be. You can't depend on anyone to be that guy. You're not, you're not trusting Shakiri and Moting to be those guys at this score. I mean, if, if you told me that Stoke scores, I'm taking Chopu Moting to do that, but I don't think they're going to score. So I'm going to take the opposite opinion. I think that they will score because Liverpool's defense on the road, not great. Okay. Now, I'm not saying it me- like it's going to be a meaningful goal. Like They could be up 4 nothing at the time. Right. Right. But, I mean, right. Liverpool have, have shown time and time again, especially on the road, that when they go into the shell – uh, of trying to play defense, they'll let a goal in. Yeah. That's fair. And it'll be Chopu Moseng. It's so. definitely going to be Peter Crouch, but sure. Oh, the <laughs> ultimate revenge. <game. laughs> and on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Once again, we do have the Yahoo! holiday cup going on we will tweet out the information for that at sports by Gotti for me that's g-o-t-t-i at rotowire andrew for andrew and also at rotowire soccer stay tuned for more from andrew for the dfs podcast much more about that holiday contest as well which is much more informed where they have actually not one but two informed podcast hosts it's a real treat guys and we'll talk to you again later on this week when we cover the next game week of game week 15 of the of the uh, premier league slate so thank you again for tuning in we'll talk to you then thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com soccer <laughs>